Welcome to Binge Breakthrough, the podcast designed to help you finally break through the barriers that keep you stuck feeling out of control around food. I'm Master Certified Coach Jane Pilger, and I want you to know that no matter how long you've been struggling or what you've tried, food freedom is possible, and I'm here to show you how. After years of therapy, eating disorders treatment, restrictive diets, and reading all the books, I was still stuck in the on-again, off-again cycle of restricting and binging until I was able to see it all from a new perspective that changed everything. Each week, I will share the strategies, tools, and mindset that allowed me to overcome my decades-long battle with binge eating. Your journey to body trust starts now. Let's dive in. Hello, trusted listener. Welcome to Binge Breakthrough. I consider you a trusted listener because I trust that you are listening to this podcast for a reason. I trust that you are going to hear something in this episode today that is insightful and impactful on your journey with food. So as I'm recording this episode, the holidays are right around the corner. If you are listening live when this episode comes out, it will be the day before Thanksgiving in the United States. Now, you may or may not know that I held a virtual event at the end of October this year in 2023 called Binge Free Holidays, Discover Peace and Joy Beyond the Food. And this was an incredible two-day event that was packed with actionable strategies to make this holiday different. One that is more focused on what you want to create for yourself versus the food that you do or don't want to be eating. And we had a really great turnout for the event, but there were quite a few people who just weren't ready to think about the holidays just yet. And there were a good number of people who just weren't able to commit a good chunk of their own time to attend live. There were also plenty of people who just didn't know about it. But I received such great feedback from the people who did attend sharing that they were actually excited about the holidays for the first time or for the first time in a long time, and that they were feeling so much more aware and intentional going into what can be a stressful time. So in today's episode, I'm going to briefly touch on a couple of concepts that we dove deep into during the event, and I'm also going to explore an entirely new concept that I didn't cover at all. So whether you attended the event or not, you will get a lot out of today's episodes to prepare you for whatever might arise this holiday season. And if after hearing today's episode, you decide you want to dive deeper into the concepts I taught during the virtual event, I'll share an opportunity for you to do that. But for now, let's dive into what I want to share with you today. And that is the three keys to overcoming obstacles this holiday. So let's dive in. Key number one, decide who you want to be and how you want to show up this holiday season. So there's a beautiful model around this, and I wish I could tell you the source of, of this, um, but I don't have the source, so I, I can't appropriately um, acknowledge it. But the concept is called be, do, have. So it's really focusing first on who you want to be 
If you focus on who you want to be in life, what you do is naturally going to be a reflection of who you are being, how you are showing up in this world. So it's not just focusing. You might hear a lot of talk about your thinking. Got to really pay attention to what you're thinking about. I think it's more than that. It's more than just what are you thinking. It's who are you being? And when whoever you are being, what you do is automatically going to be a reflection of that. And then what you do ends up resulting in what you have. So the model is be, do, have. You start with who you are being. And then what you do is a natural, it's a natural byproduct. And then what you have, the results that you have in life absolutely come from what we do. But this is why two people can do the exact same things. You might look at somebody, two people who literally have the exact same food on their plate. So their actions, what they've chosen to put on their plate or order at a restaurant, their actions, what they are doing is the same. But who they are being in that is going to create a different result. So for example, if I am being somebody who has a terrible relationship with food, if I'm being somebody who doesn't trust myself around certain foods, if I am being somebody who has always had disordered eating patterns, if I'm being that, then what I do is going to reflect the energy of who I'm being. If I'm being somebody who trusts myself, who has a connection with myself, who is calm and relaxed and peaceful around food, what I do and how I show up is going to be different. So it has to start with the being. Who are you being? That will inform what you do. And then what you do does inform your results. So the key here is decide who do you want to be no matter what. Who do you want to be this holiday season? No matter what is on your calendar, no matter how much you've eaten, no matter how your family or your coworkers show up, no matter what size your body is, it's a decision. What you will do will come from who you are being. It doesn't come from your circumstances. Now, we dove deep into this with the holiday event, with that virtual event. And we also talked about the top three reasons that people struggle during the holidays. And we went over solutions for each of those reasons. Now, one of those solutions is deciding who you want to be, but we went deeper than that. We explored this from a couple of different angles, discussing the different parts of your brain and the different parts of your internal experience as well. So that's key number one, decide who you want to be and how you want to show up no matter what. Key number two is to honor and address your needs. Most of us weren't taught how to identify our needs. Those of us who are parents or caregivers in some way, we're very experienced in addressing the needs of others. But so often when it comes to addressing our own needs, We simply don't know how. We have so often disconnected ourselves from ourselves and especially from any communication coming from our bodies that we don't even realize we have needs. 
And so often our binges or our out of control eating moments are cries for attention or they are indicators of unmet needs. So during the virtual event, we discussed how to do this, how to identify your needs and how to begin to honor and address them. But if you go into the holidays thinking about what everybody else needs, but not thinking about yourself, it is likely that you will end up stressed, exhausted, and eating in secret to try to meet your own needs that aren't being addressed. Another great exercise that we did during the holiday virtual event was identifying the things that we think we should do this holiday versus what we want to do. Now, just this awareness alone will help you in the process of assessing and addressing your needs. So that's tip number two, honor and address your needs. Key number three to overcoming obstacles this holiday season is this. Don't expect people to be different. Expect them to be who they are. A lot of stress and challenge during the holidays comes from us wanting other people to be different. We may see family members we haven't seen in a long time. And for many reasons, those family members may end up activating our nervous system with things that they say or do. Or don't say or don't do. We think that the problem is that the is the way they showed up. But really the problem is that we think they should be different than they are. So I want you to do this right now. Think about the one person who seems to set you off during holiday event, whether it's events, the season, anything around the holidays, who is this one person that you just know, oh yeah, it's this person. Bring them to your mind. So my guess is right now, if you have this person in your mind, you're probably picturing them saying or doing something you don't like. They're acting in a way that you think is wrong or inappropriate. Maybe they're commenting on your food choices or the size of your body. Maybe it's someone who wants you to eat in ways that don't line up with how you want to eat. Or maybe it's that family member who is constantly focusing on what's wrong in the world or has a completely different set of values and beliefs than you do. Now, let me ask you this. Have they been this way for a long time? No matter what you've tried to do to change things, chances are good that the answer is yes. People are absolutely capable of changing but only when they choose to, when they make the decision to change. And unfortunately, we don't get to choose that for them. They, but here's what's great news. They don't have to change in order for us to feel better. This is the best news ever. All right, so I have a great strategy to share with you around this idea. Something that you can use to work with these people who may be activating for you. I learned this during, uh, it's one of my rounds of intensive outpatient therapy at the Eating Disorders Treatment Center that I attended. And when we did it, when I was first introduced to this, it was called dysfunctional family bingo. And the purpose of this is to gamify situations that might 
normally activate your nervous system. So what you do is you list out all of the things that might normally be challenging for you to deal with this holiday season. So let's say you're going to a family holiday dinner. You would make a list of all of the things that you think might happen that might be an obstacle for you, might be activating for you. It might trigger in you um, the desire to, to binge or to eat or to escape with food or to blow up or whatever it is that you do like when your nervous system gets really activated. So for example, someone might get drunk and make an inappropriate comment. Someone else might uh, comment on your weight. Maybe a family member will talk about being good or bad in relation to their food choices. Maybe it's a lot of focus around food that's just way more focused than you is comfortable for you. Someone else might try to push food on you, trying to pressure you into eating what you don't want to eat. Somebody might say something about their political or religious beliefs that is very different from your own. Each of these items, so you make a list, and each of these items becomes a square on your bingo card. And then you have a goal to get bingo. So you can have this bingo card in your purse. You could have it on your phone. And as each of these things that you already marked down, each of your little squares, as each thing happens, you mark it off on your bingo card. So what's so impactful for this about this is that now instead of dreading something or getting really irritated or frustrated if a person shows up the way they always do, you actually want that person to make a rude comment or whatever it is that you've identified on your bingo card. You can totally do this by yourself, play by yourself, and be very entertained. But it's actually even more fun if you can get someone involved in the game with you. Now, this person doesn't even have to be in attendance. This could be a friend or somebody who's not even going to be there that you could let them know ahead of time and you could kind of you know, either text them or let them know, hey, afterwards, I'm going to, you know, let you know, like what, how many squares I checked off or whatever it is. When I first learned this, my husband and I sat down and we made the list, came up with the squares, and we actually never got bingo, but we had so much fun looking for the situations that in the past would have felt very activating. So instead of before this this approach, I was like, oh man, I hope this doesn't happen. And now while I'm playing bingo, I want to get a square. I want to play the game. So I'm actually wanting this to happen. It was such a different approach and a different perspective, allowing that person to be exactly who they were going to be anyway. So you can totally create this for yourself. But if you would like a template, something super easy to use to, to do this and try this for yourself, I have created a breakthrough bingo card for you. Now, when I learned this game, the instruction was to fill your entire card with all of the potential obstacles that you might anticipate. So you could do this for a single event, like a holiday dinner or a work party, or you could do it for a week or even, let's say, the entire month of December. But as I was brainstorming this podcast and I was really thinking about what I wanted to create it, create, I thought about the idea of creating a second bingo card. And this second bingo card would be filled with all of the things that you would love to do or the ways that you would love to show up this holiday season. 
So examples for that one might be navigating food pushers, going to a party and focusing on the people rather than the food, taking time to enjoy the present moment, finding pockets of joy and peace, reinforcing fun traditions, going out and focusing on the people rather than your body, checking in with your needs and honoring them, going back to key number two of our overcoming obstacles. But here's the conclusion I came to and what I think will be even more impactful for you. And the way that I've created this card is to make this card a combination of both. The events, people, or situations that might activate you and also the ways you want to show up this holiday season. This option allows you to create space for the duality of life. It gives you space to allow what might be challenging to be there while also focusing on what you want and how you want to show up. And this option is such a beautiful antidote to black and white thinking, which is what has most of us binging in the first place. It allows both the challenges and the things that we want to do to be a part of your experience this holiday season because that is very likely what is going to be the case for you. So this bingo card will allow you to be intentional about how you want to show up this holiday. Our key number one, you can use this bingo card. You could use one bingo card for one event. You could make it for the month. You could have multiple bingo cards. But my encouragement to you is when you do a bingo card, use both. Don't have it be all the things you don't want or all the things you do want. Allow both to be a part of your card. So here are the two powerful things that are happening with this bingo card. Number one, you are allowing people to be who they are and you are expecting it. You're wanting it to happen rather than wishing that it wouldn't. And if it does, you aren't surprised. In fact, you might even be excited because you'll get to mark off a little box on your bingo card. Here's the other powerful thing here. You are anticipating your obstacles ahead of time. You aren't just caught off guard by the thing this person says that gets to you every single time. And you're able to develop strategies for what you will do in the event that obstacle does occur. So this is another thing that we did during the holiday virtual event. We went through and we identified all of the potential obstacles that might arise for you this holiday. And for each one, we identified the strategies that we could employ to overcome that obstacle. Back in the day, when my binging was at its height, I used to have such a hard time when things didn't go exactly as I planned. It would send me into a binge every time. But now I see the value in being able to adjust, adapt, and pivot as needed, and to anticipate what might go wrong, and to come up with a plan for how to navigate it in the event that does happen. You're also being intentional about how you want to show up and who you want to be this holiday season, which is really bringing in that number one, the number one key. So if you want your breakthrough bingo card to try this for yourself, you can download yours today 
at www.janepilger.com forward slash bingo. Now, if you try this, I would love to hear from you to just hear how it works for you or what your experience is with it. Those here are my three keys for you to overcome obstacles this holiday season. Number one, decide who you want to be and how you want to show up no matter what. Number two, honor and address your needs. Number three, don't expect people to be different. Expect them to be who they are. If you want to dive deeper into who you want to be this holiday, figuring out how to identify and address your needs, and walking through the process of figuring out your potential obstacles this holiday and the strategies to overcome them, you might be interested in the binge-free holiday virtual event replay. I have set this up so that you can access it if this feels like it might be useful for you. So you can find out more and get immediate access at janepilger.com forward slash holidays. That's what I have for you today. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Binge Breakthrough. You can find the show notes and any resources mentioned at bingebreakthrough.com. If you like this episode, subscribe to have future episodes delivered to you each Wednesday. And remember, your five-star rating and review will help others discover these life-changing concepts. See you next week.